Yes. It's time for your man, Chrissy V. And Nanda DeFino here. Fantasy Empire. You love it. We love it. Chris Vaccaro is super sick. So, uh, you know, what do you do? What do you fighting do? through it still, Nando. Are you fighting through it? Look, at least try and get your head in the same area code as mine. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Hold on. Nando, wait, what's wait, going wait, on, on, man? Wait, I gotta bring my, let me bring myself down 10 feet. So. Every week it's a disaster entrance. Unbelievable. But now my face this is right. My face is being cut off. There we go. People don't tune in to look at your face, though, Nando. So, yeah. how are we feeling, buddy? Week 16, two weeks left here, and uh, pressure is mounting. You want to see something, man? Hold on, hold on. I got to show you this. I uh, I had a crushing defeat, and I'm sure everybody cares. Oh, about can we? Uh, while you look at your crushing defeat, I took a crushing defeat too in a home league. Uh, big money uh, league, Nanda, where I was a 42 point favorite for the week. Yeah. My team, and this guy, this guy's team was so bad that he started Patrick Taylor, okay, at running back. Okay. My team was so loaded that I had five guys on the bench that I was like, I got to get these guys in. And then I wake up Sunday morning and my top two receivers, Tyreek Hill and Chris Olave, are no goes. And I have to bring in two guys off my bench. Uh, Cause I didn't play guys like that played on Saturday that I should have. And I wind up losing 128 to 127. Okay. With Gabe Davis's zero in my lineup and Brandon McManus missing two kicks. Uh, oh, that's got to hurt uh, late Sunday to lose the game. So just devastated because Wait. I had no business. I can't see that. That's one. I lost one twenty one point nine five to one twenty one point five five. Oh yeah, so even worse than me. That's yeah. brutal. I don't even know what I mean. There I you go. All your wrong. playoff teams are out, right? Because you only had one, right? That's no, your. I uh, got three more. We're still alive, and plus I'm uh, number two. I'm second in a best ball, like a best ball uh, winner take all kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, so you're killing good. it, buddy. You're killing. I am. It. I'm really proud of myself today and every day. <laughs> um. <laughs> You can't see it. People can't. Well, you know, I don't want to show it because I don't want to reveal your home address. But the oh, annual Christmas. Vaccaro, Merry Christmas. Ah, it's the annual Christmas present time. Yes. Let me try and mail that out oh, today. I can't wait to see what I get this year. Chris Vaccaro sure skipped our Something company. mocking me. No, I, have I ever? Uh, every week, yeah. Let's get to it. You wrote a rundown and I, I didn't even look at it. Well, you wrote a rundown this week. I wrote a rundown this week. Mine's obviously way better, what the people want. Yeah, I don't uh, think so, man. Nobody wants you know to hear yours. Want. And I'm just saying, but uh, you know, yours it was one through... wild week 15, Nando, in, in fantasy football. We lost a couple more really good players. Now it's sounding like uh, C.J. Stroud isn't even going to make it back for uh, fantasy uh, owners. And, uh, you know, that was one of the major stories of last week was the uh, all the quarterback fill-ins and the quarterbacks that littered the leaderboard that are pretty much backups and no-names, you know? So we'll get into that as well. Will we? Yes, we will. I still can't find what you wrote here. You know what it is? I bought a lot of stuff for Christmas, and I got, like, your order's on the way, your order's on the way, fanatics order on the way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. So anyway, okay, so – one through eight on your rundown is Jamar Chase versus CeeDee Lamb. And the next one's CeeDee Lamb versus Jamar Chase. And the next one <laughs> yeah, okay. is CeeDee Lamb. <laughs> Chrissy V. Uh, 
You said you didn't want to do the show today because you were coughing so much, but you sound fine. I'm glad I talked you into this. Don't don't jinx it, Nando, but I've been coughing up a storm for the last couple hours and uh, it just died down a little bit. That's why I got my hot tea here and uh, we're ready to go. So All right, let's, let's go with what I think. I'm not, I'm not going off yours. I'm going off uh, one that we haven't written. I think people who are this far in need to know what to do with their Falcons because there hasn't been a more frustrating team. And now, I mean, I guess you could be like, okay, this is my final four. Um, Heineke starting and people do better with Heineke, even though it's like slightly better. And it's not like Drake London's normal, like what we expected still, um, unless it's one of those Drake London weeks, right? Like, what are you doing with Bijan Robinson, Drake London? I mean, Kyle Pitts has got to be long gone. I can't imagine a lot of teams are starting Kyle Pitts tight end right now. What's, what's uh, Chrissy V doing? Not with the tight ends uh, that uh, have emerged. I, I, I think uh, Kyle Pitts, uh, you could do better than him. But as for the other guys, uh, the Bijan Robinson thing, Nando, I don't know what, like, you know, Bijan Robinson completely bombed out, you know, uh, in the first week of the fantasy playoffs. Okay. So for people that have them, if you're still alive, Listen, the truth of the matter is this. Uh, it was a sloppy game in Carolina. Uh, they started going back and giving Algier and mixing in Cordell, pa- Cordaro, your boy, Cordaro Patterson, uh, hey. touches as well. They kind of made it like it was a three-man backfield. We just have to hope as Bijan Robinson owners that it was an outlier week. And crazy Arthur Smith, um, you know, sees the results of last week's game. And goes back to, you know, giving him the majority of the touches. There's no way if you have Bijan Robinson, unless you have one of these crazy stack teams where you hit on all the the main running backs late. You know, the Raheem Mostert's, the Kyron Williams, and, and James Cook. You could draft those three guys maybe on a Bijan Robinson team. Okay, that you're considering sitting Bijan Robinson. This is just one of those situations where you have to grin and bear it. And you play Bijan Robinson. As for all the other guys on the Falcons, those are all debatable. Okay. Drake London, we saw him. He was coming on hot as well. I would still go right back to Drake London, Nando. No questions asked versus this Colts defense that, um, you know, you can move the ball on the Colts defense. There's, you know, it's not one of those matchups where you see them and you're, you're, you know, like, oh, I got to get my players out of the lineup. I'm facing the Colts defense. So, uh, I feel pretty good actually about Bijan Robinson, the player, but it's Arthur Smith that I, that I worry about. But that's you know that's everybody in the fan the fantasy industry has the same situation. Then we've been doing it all players. year. This yeah, has been like happening every week. Yeah. Okay. And then what happens? I don't hear you saying anything on the weeks where Drake London drops a twenty eight and Bijan a twenty six. You know, it's just hit or miss. There's no consistency in the Falcons. What do you want me to say? Week. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's a, so I'm just wondering. There's if, no if consistency. A different approach now. The chips are down. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you got a bad connection today. I don't think it's me. I think it's you. Why am I freezing up? Again, it's chippy. I don't know if the if if it, is it me? Right. Is it you? Is it me? Is it you? I don't know. Anyway, uh, speaking of the Colts, Nando, speaking of running hit on them real quick. Speaking of running backs, uh, speaking of the Colts, go ahead. I want to talk go about ahead, the Colts. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just messing. No, go ahead. Seriously, come on. Uh, well, no, I just wanted you brought him up. I was just, and it, it is also speaking of running backs. Um, should you be picking up like every Colts running back and getting rid of like the, maybe a couple even your head? Like, I don't know how to play this Colts thing at all. Like, I just went out and basically picked everybody up who I didn't have already. Oh, great. Like, Sermon, and, Sermon and Goodson are, are on my team. Okay. Um, well, and now I just wait. Now we can just wait. Right? 
We're in complete limbo right now because yeah. it's it's Wednesday morning, and the rumor is th- that Jonathan Taylor is going to make it back for this week. And if that's the case, then everyone else is useless. Zach Moss uh, killed his fantasy owners, even though he gave him 12 fantasy points, but leaving that game early and then seeing what um, you know Goodson and Sermon did with like 170 combined rushing yards on 30-something carries between the two of them, Zach Moss was primed for a 30-point fantasy day in that one. So he really hurt all of us that uh, put him out there. Uh, but, you know, the story is that he's going to try and gut it out this week as well. So I wouldn't make Goodson and Sermon a priority because one of those two guys is going to wind up coming back and starting uh, for the Colts this week. Yeah. I uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what to do. I mean, like. Man, whatever. Even if even if Moss and Taylor were out, I still don't know if you could pick a winner from the other two, right? Like it's I've yeah, heard it's both people. A, I've heard, yeah, it'll be a 60-40 backfield, and um, you know both guys will get the touches. You're not going to see Trey Sermon get twenty eight carries uh, in, in that game, so it'll definitely be split up. Trey Sermon was the guy for like four months in San Francisco. You remember that before? I mean, he had before he played. <laughs> Like that draft season was two years ago when I was like, oh, Trey Sermon. It's Trey Sermon time. Remember that? You you were one of those people. You love Trey Sermon. Yeah, it was definitely. That was the story of, of week 15, Nando, was that, you know, the running backs. We make all this hay about wide receivers all year long. Uh, you know, we're in a crazed wide receiver industry, and uh, everybody wants to know, oh, who's the wide receivers that are going to win fantasy? And, you know, the running backs get pushed to the backside pretty much. And right. then the fantasy playoff start, and they were the story of week 15. Like, And now going forward, these next two weeks, I don't see how you don't look at fantasy teams and go, well, which running backs do these teams have? You know, I don't think you could say that about the wide receiver position, Nando, going forward here. You know, there's so many injuries and there's so many uh, receivers that are falling off and not carrying fantasy teams. But you look up here and – after week one and for these next two weeks, it's about the running backs. So isn't it funny how fantasy works about how we talk about receivers all year long. And now it's really about the running backs going forward about who's going to lead you to a title. Okay. Like if you look at the, the scoring at the running back position this past week, obviously the King of Kings, Christian McCaffrey carries everybody 42 fantasy points. I was just staring like I have no Christian McCaffrey and Nando just looking coming off of a a game where he did. I don't think he got in the end zone in week 14, but um, you know, going into that Arizona game, it was like, just what number is he going to put up? You know, it's going to be 30 plus and he goes and breaks the bank with a 42 point fantasy performance. And then after that, we, you know, the talk of fantasy right now, James Cook, 36 fantasy points. Kyron Williams, who's been a, an absolute stud, 27 stud. points. Jameer top Gibbs. three for you next year? Kyron Williams. I mean, uh, it's it's too early to, to, to get into the next year talk just no, because we have to see what right. – we just have to see what other team – you know, what they bring in around them, what they draft, uh, everything. Everything gets factored in. So Here we go. Here I comes hate the Vaccaro. Right there now. it is, the Vaccaro. Right. No, I mean, listen, Kyron Williams is definitely going to be a top, uh, you know, at the top of the, the draft boards with, you know, without anything else uh, factoring in. 
But listen, it, it's it's crazy. You know, we even had the fill-ins, Nanda. We talked about it last week, and we've talked about it for weeks. Put the stashes on your bench, right? Your boy Clyde Edwards-Alaire that you've been talking about for weeks, right? Yes. He comes in. He gives 20 fantasy points. Imagine carrying these guys that pretty much did nothing for you all year long. But you, you knew he was going to do nothing unless bench. someone gets hurt. That was the whole point. Like, you knew he was going to do nothing. Yeah. Okay. So... I know, but that's why he sits at the end of your bench or on the waiver yeah. wire. And then you get guys like this. And who's the stars of week 15? Clyde Edwards-Alaire helps you out with 20 fantasy points. Ty Chandler helps you out with 25 fantasy points. And now he's in play going forward. And then another one, a favorite of ours, Zamir White, that was useless for 14 weeks. Zamir White, everybody even got rid of him before. They didn't even want to handcuff Josh Jacobs. He comes in and chips in 17 and a half fantasy points. So, you know, these are the guys that that helped you contr- helped contribute in week 15. And, you know, uh, maybe maybe this upcoming week, too. But the story is the running backs. Uh, which ones do you have? And if you have a combination of these guys coming into week 16, I think you're set up for uh, a lot of success. Hold that thought. You, you know what time it is. First of all, it's time. Secondly. Oh, I see it every day online, every single day. Hey, that looks like a great fantasy team in an eight-team league. Oh, I wish I could be in a league with you, right? Well, guess what? Now you can respond with, sure, let's play on battle. That's the beauty of this platform. This new battle platform standardizes all position scoring. So you just load your team and you challenge your friend, your colleague, Twitter troll, and you can browse other teams and issue challenges. Battle is revolutionizing fantasy football. And with code UNDERWORLD, you get a $100 instant deposit match plus a free $10. So even if you deposit 20, you get 50. Think about that. So go to battle.com. The code is UNDERWORLD. Battle.com. The code is UNDERWORLD. Or click a link in the description. It's fun to be right. We're back. Uh, Chris Vaccaro and his poor Wi-Fi connection and uh, me, his friend Nando. Uh, Chris voted down Joel Pinheiro coming on the show today. I thought it was pretty messed up. He would have been a good third co-host, especially with your coughing fit that made you want to cancel the show. Remember that? Anyway, we got a question. First of all, shout out to Joey Brown. Every week, shout out to Joey Brown. Ty needs uh, to pick up a quarterback if Lawrence is ruled out. Who do you like, Flacco, Mullins, or Heineke? Oh, I love Mullins going forward. Um, you do? Yeah. You're so unpredictable with some stuff. It's amazing. Nah, Mullins would be the guy that if you're in home leagues and you need to go grab a quarterback, that's who I would go and grab just because of the offense that he's in charge of. Okay, and he's got the great he's got the matchup. He's indoors. There's two major games this week, Nando, that you want as many pieces as you can get. And if you could get the starting quarterback of the Vikings offense in a game versus the Lions indoors with a total approaching 50, that's the quarterback you want. Yeah. Who is the other two quarterbacks? Uh, Oh, not. uh, No, not Flacco Flacco and and definitely not Heineke. No, absolutely not. It's Mullins. Clearly. What do you think of Tommy DeVito's age? Jefferson, you get an oncoming Jordan Addison who put up a monster game, okay? And you get 
you know, a top three tight end, you get to put them all together. Uh, I mean, indoors versus the Lions, it's it's Mullins. I'd say Mullins is a top eight fan, eight to ten fantasy QB option. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but that's a, I, I think that's a very, I think that's an incredibly hot take. I don't know. Let me but check Jake's rankings. He's yeah, usually yeah, do a, that. Do that during the show, Nando. Well, I mean, so, do, do you want me to do it after the show when no one can yeah, hear the answer? Go ahead. I will. You talk. You know, I know what you want to do. Let's talk about your another vague topic that you have on your rundown. <laughs> Jags offense is shot. There, we just talked about Trevor Lawrence. Jag, oh. you're right. The dude's playing on a high ankle sprain. Can, like, can we give like can we give a break? All these people on Twitter were like, oh. Uh, it's, uh, it has nothing to do with the high ankle sprain. Lawrence he looked sucks. pretty good. Lawrence Wait, you know what's funny? Talent. Yeah, you, you say a high ankle sprain. And meanwhile, at the end of the game, he's taken off and running and looking like a deer running, uh, you know, for 40, 50 fantasy yards uh, for rushing yards. So, no, it has nothing to do with his ankle sprain. And he looks to be clearly over that. It's the fact that he just keeps losing pieces of this offense. It's a broken offense. Uh, he's in a lot of trouble. Uh, it looks like at the end of that game, Zay Jones hobbled off. And if we know anything about this Jags offense, it seems like Zay Jones is like a missing piece. So I don't know if Zay Jones is going to be there, uh, but this offense is pretty much down to Calvin Ridley and Evan Ingram. And I don't think that's enough to support Trevor Lawrence. So as a Trevor Lawrence owner, not only do you have to wait uh, all week long and see if he gets over this concussion and gets cleared by the weekend, uh, it's a 4:30 game, and so that's even you know you got to factor in your other possibilities. A lot of us that are in high stakes contests, we have quarterbacks that might start on Thursday or Saturday or early Sunday, and if we don't have clarity on Trevor Lawrence, we have to turn elsewhere. And with the quarterback landscape looking the way it is, we don't know who's we don't know what to do at the quarterback position. We're at a point now where Baker Mayfield is looking like a superstar again. Like it's it's just crazy. There's there's not much. And we talked about that last week, Nando, about yeah, the, the, the quarterback position for fantasy. There was four or five guys you can trust. And uh you know, heading into this week, I think you're right at looking at that same number. That's why guys like a like a Nick Mullins is you know in play. Here's a question from Matt Leahy, who I almost put in timeout by accident again. You guys like Stafford to keep it rolling this week versus New Orleans? Stafford over Kyler at Chicago this week? Yeah, I'd go. I'd go Stafford over Kyler this week, just because uh, you know another you get a, a home. Uh, you got a game in the dome versus the Saints. He's got his two healthy wide receivers back. The offense is is clicking. I he didn't put up the numbers that I was hoping this past week yep. versus Washington, but he did save his game. That was another weird game. Uh, you know, it was three, nothing at the two minute warning in the first half, everybody was completely bombing out. And then luckily we got enough fantasy production late in the game that everybody pretty much got saved. But, uh, I like Stafford for, you know, the usual two seventy five and two, and then you hope he gets a, a third touchdown for a, a big game. The Kyler game, this bears defense is playing phenomenal right now. The bears defense is another thing we talked about uh last week about picking up the bears defense or the colts defense for their fantasy schedule in in the playoffs here and the bears put up 18 fantasy points last week they've been on fire one of the top units here and if you look forward you got them at home versus arizona here in the cold you get a, a you know a warm weather team coming uh you know to chicago 
I don't know what the weather is, but I've got to figure it's probably going to be pretty nasty and in the 20s. And next week, you get the Bears at home again versus a struggling garbage Atlanta offense. So the Bears defense, you're going to see They're them on struggling. championship rosters. They're not struggling. Who's not struggling? Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta's been like this all Come year. Come on, Nando. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not struggling. They just scored six points. Can't move the ball and bench their starting quarterback. No, yeah, I mean they're, they're not, not good. They're they haven't been struggling. great all year. Struggling makes it sound like like the Jags are struggling, right? Like the Jags yeah. have fallen apart. Do you, like, do you remember the week before? Do you remember the week before when they scored thirty points and everybody went off? Do you remember yeah. that or no? Yeah, and that was okay. one week in a sea of frustration for fantasy players. All right, so why don't you trust, hold that mug up and remind trust people. that Falcons trust that Falcons uh, offense then in Chicago next week? I no, won't. I'm not saying no. I'm saying they suck. I'm saying you can't call them struggling uh, though. Okay, so they suck. Right. Uh, by the way, so Jake has uh, has your boy seventeenth. He has seventeenth. You got Stafford ten and Murray twelve. So let me pose this to you: Would you put Mullins ahead of like Murray? Maybe Murray's got no wide receivers. I mean, like he's got See, the reason why the reason why Jake and, and most fantasy rankers have you know a guy like Murray over Mullins is because of the rushing factor. Because they're factoring in four point fantasy leagues, uh, you know, to get the rushing upside. Me, I, I like to tend to to you know talk more about six point passing leagues because that's what most of my uh, leagues are. So. I think Nick. I honestly think Nick Mullins is is set up well to maybe go three hundred and two or three passing touchdowns. Okay, so I mean, right there, that would be about twenty five, thirty fantasy points in in NFFC scoring. So I don't think Murray's getting there. So that's why I have Mullins as a as a top eight fantasy quarterback this week. And I also I, love. I, like it. I, I would love there was there's two quarterbacks that I just absolutely love heading into this week uh, sixteen. I think you're set up so well if you have Justin Fields, actually the other quarterback on the opposite side of Kyler Murray in this game, gets to face this Arizona defense that everyone's just tearing apart. And you get him off of a slow week where he struggled in Cleveland. And uh, that Justin Fields-DJ Moore combination, that would be my number one combination for this upcoming week that I think is going to completely explode. And the wow. other quarterback is a quarterback that threw for less than 100 yards this past week, and that's uh, Josh Allen. Because if you can't look at the schedule and see them as 11-point favorites going indoors to play the Chargers defense that just got carved up by Aiden O'Connell, okay, I don't know what's a juicier matchup that you should be salivating if you're, uh, you know, more than if you're a Josh Allen owner going into this week. So Josh Allen's going to have one of those 340 and three or four touchdown type games just blowing the charges off the field. Are you uh, – are we sure? I mean, like, Chargers have a new coach. You know what I mean? Maybe Staley was uh, not popular. Maybe they could Antonio Pierce their way into uh, something. At least maybe – I mean, maybe not a win, but, like, not a blowout, you know? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, that's you, though, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's I I think that you could possibly look at it as like, you know, the the Bills looked at the success they had trying to turn their offense into more of a run running team last week. And maybe that's how Josh Allen doesn't put up the monster numbers. But if that's the case, then, hey, James Cook Day again. Right. Are you on the Bills? Like, I know the Bills have become like a 
Uh, no, they lost hot. too many people. Nope. They've been like a no. really awesome Super Bowl winning pick. They're going nowhere, but I don't really know who is going anywhere in the AFC. Like Raiders. You know, it's my, you know, like I thought Miami was the team, like I said last week, and then they lost to Tennessee. Now they looked good against the Jets this past week. And, uh, you know, it looks like them and the uh, and them and the Ravens the clear top two teams, because I still don't believe the chiefs. Uh, everybody's trying to jump back on this Buffalo bandwagon, but defensively, I just thought, I, I just think they, they lost too many pieces on the defensive side that, you know, the, they'll get in the playoffs and they'll, you know, maybe win a game, but they're going to have to travel on the road three weeks in a row. So, uh, but whatever, that's a, that's a real life NFL story. We're, we're talking fantasy here. Yeah, Totally. Uh, Rashad White were, is still a monster, by the way, Nando. It huh? is, right? right? Rashad White is just, you know, I was dead wrong about Rashad White. Faded him completely. Looked like a genius for the first six or seven, uh, you know, weeks of the season because he did nothing. And now you see him littered on a ton of uh, fantasy rosters all across the board at the top of, uh, you know, the, the standings a- after week one. He's just been so consistent. It seems like 20 fantasy points week in and week out for Rashad White. He's a top three or four fantasy back the rest of the season here. And, um, you know, there's, there's just a small handful of guys that you want here for these next couple of weeks, and he's definitely one of them. Um, how do you make – what kind of tea are you drinking right now? Lipton. Really? I don't buy it. Knowing you, I feel like it's some kind of designer. Simple man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a very simple man. You put simple something weird man. in the in the rundown here. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. Go ahead. What's what's the winning combo and why was it there yep. under our nose the whole time? Yeah. How about so Nando? It, that goes back to it's funny because I was thinking about this after the first week of the playoffs. What have we talked about and everybody in the fantasy industry all like this last month? You know about what's the winning combination that you want? Is it Dak Prescott to CD Lamb? Is it Hurts? To AJ Brown, everybody's trying to get the hot quarterback hooked up with the hot wide receiver, and that's going to be the winning combination for fantasy playoffs this year, right? Yep. yep. And it's funny because now you think about it, and it's like it's not a quarterback to wide receiver combination. That's the winning combination that you wanted, and it was right under our nose the whole time. And to me, it's Brock Purdy. And Christian McCaffrey, a quarterback and a running back combination on the same team because yeah. they can both go off every week. They're on the top offense, the top team. Okay. Everybody's in love with Purdy. Everybody, you know, Christian McCaffrey's the, the running back you want and need. And you don't hear anybody being like, hey, what you need to win fantasy championship this week is uh, this year is, is, you know, your Niners, Purdy and Christian McCaffrey. And I, and I see a couple teams that have that combination of Purdy and Christian McCaffrey. They got to be licking their chops. But Unfortunately, I mean, they got the toughest matchup they're going to see in the Ravens defense this week. But the Ravens defense can be had. But that's just the combination. Think about it. We went into the fantasy playoffs, Nando, last week. And Dak Prescott goes and bombs. All those people that, were, that rode Dak Prescott into the fantasy playoffs are done. Yeah. He gave six or seven fantasy points. Done. C.D. Lamb had to bail you out late in the game with a rushing touchdown to stay relevant. All the C.D. Lamb owners, okay? 
I want to get into the Eagles offense because that's a horror show. They're screwed. Um, you know, it's just all the, you know, that we talked about the CJ Stroud and Tank Dell, Nico Collins. That's done over and done with. All that's the sad. That was exciting. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. there was a lot of think about it in November. There were so many hot quarterback receiver combinations that everybody was like, Oh, you need that, you need that. You know, right. it was right under our right under our nose the whole time. You needed That's Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey. Because what Purdy. receivers? If I told you, wait, Inando, if I told you, all right, what receiver are you gonna ride to a, a fantasy championship in week 15 and then these next two weeks? You can't say anybody. Who are you gonna say? Right? You know, yeah. you're going to throw out somebody stupid, but the, the, no, I was actually you thinking, I'm like, but who can you I are, you are, make, you know, it's all at, mind. Exactly. So I won't even give you the, the spotlight to answer the question, but I'm just saying all the receivers, we thought Tyreek Hill was going to be that guy. Yeah, he's hurt. We didn't have Tyreek Hill in week 15. So all those oh. owners are screwed. It's just, you know, it's, it's Purdy and McCaffrey. That's I think the, the winning combination we see. Look at Joey Brown. Right. Joey, Joey says Goff and Laporta. That's another good one. Um, you know, obviously the monster Laporta game week one. He's one of the few tight ends you're going to need to to win in the uh, you know an overall, and and you win your fantasy championship. And obviously, you see all the people at the top of the leaderboards in, in these high stakes contests after week one. They all have the Jared Goffs, the Sam Laporta combination, with a whole mixture. Who's and, number uh, one? Shout out to your boy. Who, who's who's leading the, the prime time? It could be anyone. I've, I've mentioned so many of your f- friends. Uh, that I, is, is it Glenn Lowy or is it Mike Edelman? It's, it, oh, wait. What'd you call him? Michael Edelman. Mark Edelman. What happened to Mark Edelman, his brother? I figured out. They're not brothers. I figured out. like what? A, yeah, Mark, bro- is, Mark and Mike Edelman. Mark, Mark the is the lawyer, lawyer on Twitter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mike is your hero. I believe that's, Shout how, out to, that's how I remember uh, listen. it. Shout Monic out to devices. our boy Mike Edelman leading the NFFC primetime after week one. He's got a loaded team. Listen, after it's week one. It's crazy how these guys who are good at this are good at this every year. Like, all the time. Yeah, and and but and you've fallen off so I'm glad badly. you I okay. Listen, if you think that, I don't I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm I'm doing okay, but uh I'm definitely not at the top of the overall, but Listen, Duke Viveros, shout out to uh, Duke Viveros, a great guy. Oh, here and, we go. Here uh, comes the roll call. Here comes the high stakes roll call. I'll listen, you got to you got to give listen, you got to give a shout out to, to the guys that are successful. I know you don't I, I know you don't care about the, the high stakes world, Nando. OK, but this show is always, you know, catered. to. I love the high stakes. The high world. stakes. I don't have to. Make oh, listen, that's where we're at. The high stakes game. Listen, Tommy oh, shout Libretti. out to Jeff Tommy Johnson. L- uh, our uh, friend Tommy Libretti, who's back again, uh, he's got a top three team. But all these three teams have the same things in common. James Cook, Kyron Williams, you see the same familiar team. One name that you see on, on these teams after week one that I think Nando is going to be uh, a popular name you see these three weeks is Jalen Waddle. Okay? All and, right. And, and I think that's ironic. I mean, he had 28, 29 fantasy points this uh, opening week. And with the, you know, the, the question marks surrounding Tyreek Hill and the schedule that Miami has these next two weeks, wouldn't it be ironic if Jalen Waddell was one of the main guys that helps ship an overall and fantasy yeah. championship straight across the board? And let's not stop there. 
because I think it is pretty funny that round two bombs, guys that killed you in round two, are going to yep. be the guys that step back in now in the fantasy playoffs and help people win championships. Jalen Waddle, T. Higgins, another bomb all year long. These are the two biggest bombs in round two, pretty much. They did nothing for you all year long. Now they come out, they have uh, T. Higgins at like a 23-point game. You're not going to see Jamar Chase, uh, you know, probably the rest of the season. T. Higgins is going to step up these last couple weeks, be the number one receiver for the Bengals, and they're going to try and get him paid. Okay? You know how these – well, you probably don't, but you have to assume in these locker rooms, hey, listen, I'm a free agent in the offseason. I got three games to go here. You got to get me my numbers here that I look like a friggin' absolute stud wide receiver one that when I go out on the market, I get my $20 million a year. So that's going to be the focal point for T Higgins. He won't be back in Cincinnati, but someone else is going to pay the guy. And that quarterback Browning is going to be like, all right, I got you. Don't worry about it. We're going to feed you. So Jalen, I've been in more locker rooms than you. T Higgins. Yeah, I doubt it. I bet Um, I have. And I'm not even talking about like sports reporting. I mean, just like, playing what what sports did you play nando play basketball I played sports all my life no so did i i don't know why you think i didn't play hockey. sports hockey baseball you did not play. i would love basketball. to see chris mccarroll skating around straight through high school i don't know what you're talking about but i can't you know you were like reading books probably on the bleachers uh what did you put so here's home studying here's the interesting thing like no, let's not get McCarrow, off topic because chris mccarroll a goon defenseman or was he like a forward who demanded the puck all the time? I, I was see both of these being very, very true. I was, I was absolutely a, a forward. I was a starting center. Uh, <laughs> oh, and man, uh, he must have hated you. Hated you. We need, sophomore I need to year, who were on your hockey team. Sophomore year, I pumped home twenty-three goals. Team MVP. There you go. They, you were probably very selfish. Uh, give me the puck, like reaming out yes. guys who didn't pass the puck to. Yes, you. pretty much. That's, Why don't you go play in college? Why don't you play Listen, college? besides besides, I wasn't good enough. Okay, oh, there wasn't too true. many. Please, there wasn't there wasn't much demand for a you know a, an Italian uh, under six foot hockey center. Anyway. Except for Brian Gianta, uh, you know, no big deal. Oh, good call, uh, Brian Gianta. Nice. Oh, but listen, uh, Jalen Waddle, T. Higgins, and guess what? We saw the emergence of another big-time number two wide receiver that did nothing all year long for fantasy teams, and that's Chris Godwin of the Tampa Bay Bucks. So those three guys right there all went 23, 24, 25, 28 fantasy points, okay? And maybe these three guys get on a hot roll. And if you've got these yep. guys, they're not highly owned in overall contests just because they did nothing all year long. But if you built your teams well around them and now you can get three weeks of big time production that you hoped for when you drafted these guys, these three guys really might be the key to fantasy championships. And we see it every year, Nando. We see three guys, you know, uh, two, three, four guys be like, what did you need to, to win in the fantasy championship? At the wide receiver position, I just think those might be the three names that you know you need right there. Yeah. My basketball Chris Godwin, by the way. Yeah, what was your basketball? Oh God. Nanda, you didn't get off the bench. There's absolutely no way you got off the bench. I don't know. Bench. I, I don't understand what this what like this hatred is. Just not hatred. Just can't see it. I'll play you one on one in every sport you'd like. 
Oh, yeah, man. Let's see who wins. Oh, man. All Not right. hockey because I can't ice skate. Okay. I mean, I've tried. I just got game to wrap my head around it. Maybe Absolutely. field hockey. Field hockey. This is the point of the show, everybody, where Nando doesn't know what other topics to bring up. I do. All I have to do is look at your list. Crappy, cra- you know, stuff. And you're okay. Nando, how about this? Speaking Week of Chris 15 Godwin. 15 was good, yes? Question mark. Yeah, okay. Late Speaking surge of Chris- struggling players. Oh, we did that. Eagles panic yeah, time, comma. They talk. suck. Let me know when you're done wasting time. And don't forget to shout out Lipton because they give me free tea at my restaurant. We got that? Let's talk about Lynn Bowden. Oh, my God. Absolutely not. He's Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin, Nando, and that Bucks offense. If I gave you – how crazy is this? The the rest of the season, if I told you a month ago, hey, I could give you the Tampa Bay stack yep. or the Eagles stack yeah. for the fantasy playoffs, which one would you take? Who, who would you take going forward? These last two weeks, Eagles would you want the – you would? Yeah. Okay. I think it's I think definitely gonna a debatable up. question. I, I, I mean, think it's a debate. Uh, here's your out for the Eagles. Your only shot, okay? Your only shot with the Eagles. They get two home games versus the Cardinals and the Giants, okay? That's the only out that you have in this Eagles offense. The Eagles offense is a chain-moving offense. They try and pick up 10 yards at a time. Yeah, Eight-yard outs to A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. They take one or two deep shots. There's no flow. The offense used to be like fireworks when you watched this offense last year. It used to just be like, uh, how quickly are they going to score? This team is its methodical. It's garbage. I don't know what's going on in Philadelphia. I, I guess, you know, who's hurt or whatever. You see A.J. Brown now bitching on social media pretty much sounding like him and Jalen Hurts aren't seeing eye to eye. It's just complete crap. Uh, I saw something yesterday where 28% of Jalen Hurts' fantasy production this year is on the tush push. Imagine that. And I'm a huge Jalen Hurts. I'm a Jalen Hurts owner in two big leagues. And I could tell you from watching every single Eagles snap this year that it's just not right. And 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 if he didn't get all these one yard tush push touchdowns, I don't know where we would be as Jalen Hurts owners because it's just not happening anymore. We have to limp to the finish line here and pray that the defenses that he's faced in these next two weeks in the Giants in Arizona is good enough to to get by. But Long term, if we were in the middle of the season seeing this, I'd be like, "Oh man, we're we're in big time trouble." Maybe they've been playing possum, and they're like, "Look, let's just win, mm. get into the playoffs, and then we'll explode and catch everybody off guard." AJ, go online and say something vaguely weird that people will misinterpret and make them yeah, think that, that you don't yeah. like Jalen. Yeah, that's sure. what I would do. That's yeah. that's the that's three D chess that I would play. Yeah, no, that definitely. I think you're spot on with that one. That's a great. Thank you. Uh, um, but but big time, big time troubles in Philly. And to your point, no, because they're they're sitting here, they're blowing the NFC East. They're, they're blowing the one seed. They're not out here trying to lose three games in a row, but they need to get it done here. Take some deep shots. Open the offense up. It's just, oh, 
It's bad. So back to my original point. If I gave you Baker Mayfield, Mike yeah. Evans and Godwin, and a stud top three running back in Rashad White, yeah. I think I would want that buck stack the rest of the way than a Hurts, Brown, Devonta Smith, and DeAndre Swift who's doing nothing. Uh, and it's just well, crazy. I mean, DeAndre you told Swift is... that a month ago, people would look at you like, yeah, you, you know, you needed your head examined. If he's not all messed up, I mean, maybe he's just got like a little afraid this is going to happen again, you know? Purdy or golf this week? Uh, you got to stick with Purdy. I mean, I, it's listen, I get it. I, that, that's a tough one, honestly. It's yeah. you have to I, stick I, with the hot offense and Purdy. Golf is no listen, golf is hot too. It's you know that one. That one made me think there, just because I want as many pieces, Nando, of the Lions Vikings game and the Cowboys. Dolphins game this week you know when you look at the schedule this week it's another shitty schedule of a lot of family show man it's it there's not really that many games that you look at like I again I told you I I love the situation the Buffalo offense is in yes but you know like Seattle and Tennessee Washington and the Jets it's like eh, Green Bay Carolina you don't want any part of that Cleveland and the Texans without C.J. Stroud looks like a 2017 type game. Arizona, Chicago has some potential. A lot of controversy around a lot of you know question marks around that Jacksonville Tampa game, which I had my eyes on for weeks thinking like, all right, that's the game. You know, that's one of the top two or three games that week for fantasy. But if we don't have Trevor Lawrence, I'm getting out of that game, you know, completely on the Jaguar side. So um, you know, there's there's not many offenses we could trust here. There's not many players. It's very condensed here. So those are the two games I would really want. You know, the the benefit the if you're the golf guy, you just saw Jared Goff go off. Now he was at home uh, in the dome, and that Lions offense was due to to bounce back and have a, a big time game. He's got the weapons. Jamison Williams is coming on now. He played like 73% of the snaps this past week. I think he might be a little bit of a, a you know an extra boost for this offense the rest of the way and into the, the playoffs for the Lions. But you're what you're getting here is this Vikings defense also is no slouch. They're, they're playing Flores, decently. Man. So you gotta factor that in. Um but I don't know if in week 16 you could look and say, I'm gonna put Birdie Purdy on my bench with all his weapons and offense. I know the Ravens defense isn't the defense you want to look up and be facing right now, but I don't think it, I don't think it matters for the San Francisco offense uh, in this game on national television in the big Christmas night game. He's going for MVP. Brock Purdy's now the favorite in Vegas. That's crazy. Uh, Got to go with Purdy over Jared Goff, in my opinion. He's got, I mean, yeah. All right. You know, you missed this in the, the holiday party. We opened uh, Dick Tracy cards. Remember Good Dick Lord. Tracy, the movie? Good you told Lord. me to save you all the Madonnas. Your, your Christmas your Christmas party consisted of you and a bunch holiday. of dudes on a Zoom opening baseball cards and Dick Tracy cards. And you thought I would women, attend that? There were women there. Yeah, everyone was hanging out. There were women and there. You we were hanging out I talking and drinking. That? No, you haven't attended. I've tried everything to try and get you to come. I tried a magician. I've tried giving away free cards. Oof. Uh, Tommy DeVito was there. Okay. Our dads are friends. So I'm like, hey, pop in for like five minutes. Like, All right, cool. 
Nice. And his agent, his agent came on. Dude, what do you think of his agent? Oh, man, don't get me, don't get me started, man. Yeah, uh, these like are all Syrac- Aren't these all Syracuse boys? That's why you know all these guys, right? They're all not the agent, not the agent. Oh no, uh, he's uh, uh, I think he's like Long Island. I think, I think his choice of uh, of suits and everything are a little uh, out of control. I wonder, like, if you're a football player, as I know you were in high school, and you saw that guy, mm-hmm. would you be like, I want that guy to represent me? Like not even like how he dresses, but like kind of making it all about him, you know? Yeah. Anyway, good for Tommy DeVito showing up at that pizza place. Anyway, I did he? Love that kind of, yeah, the you one where he jacked up his. Uh, he, he wanted ten thousand, and then and he decided, well, I'm actually too big for this now. I I want twenty thousand. He showed up free. Just showed up, made some he sodas, and up. had a piece of pizza. He didn't show up free, Nando. Only a fool uh, believes that. Uh, no, I believe that he would have done that because it was such bad mm-hmm. press. It was such horrible press. Yeah. I think before it was like, come get some autographs and stuff. And here it was like, I'm just going to pop in, eat some pizza, have Darren Ravel take my picture, and be nice to these Italians. Yeah. Anyway, let's wrap it up. I know you're sick. Quote, unquote. I'm waiting for you to go ahead. Well, you want me to go ahead? You just said you were uh, going to wrap you want up to throw the show. In there? I don't know. Do you have anything you want to throw in there? I mean, I don't know. Like, just... you feel sated? Like, you've said everything Let's you need see. to say? Oh, Jesse, Njoku or likely rest of schedule? That's a good question. David Njoku, since week seven, is tight end one. Uh, Did you hit that That's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, You don't realize I could do this. Yeah, for weeks, of course. I just let you ruin the show. Um, Wow. You know, listen, I love Isaiah Likely going forward. I didn't call on Jesse because I didn't like how he asked the question. Uh, uh, there's no thanks. There's no question marks. So I was just gonna let it go and end the show. Yeah, David and Joku uh, would still be. Hey, watch my this. Selection. I can take you right out of here. Look at that. <laughs> oh, It'd be so annoying to the listeners <laughs> as I'm trying to give fantasy advice, and you're just you're giving advice like to one talking. person. It's just Singular. so, and it could right, help ahead. a lot of others. Go ahead, give your advice. Uh, a chain or a Brees Hall rest of schedule. Oh God, uh, listen, I play that week to week. This upcoming week, like I said, give me uh, – I like Brees Hall's situation at home versus Washington. I think this is the game uh, that he that he bounces back. So that would be the – that would be my, um, you know, that would be my pick. Hasn't been pretty. But then again, you know, listen, you're fighting for scraps after Raheem Mostert with uh, Devin Chain, And he can do it. He doesn't need that many touches, but still. You let me know when you're ready now. Say it again. You want to hit more buttons? Go ahead. All this time you could have been helping me hitting these buttons and making these commercial well, trans- I'm, transitions. I'm the one. I'm the one busy talking. You're, you're over there doing nothing. So you could at least I'm look at the talk. questions as they come in and and put up some good ones. But I do. You can't even. You can't even get that done, Nanda. Jesse so, didn't. Nanda, this is the Christmas edition. Hey this will be our last show before uh, Christmas. What's the? Uh, What's Christmas in the uh, Defino household like? You up uh, building toys all uh, morning long, all night long, or what? I'm looking at them. They've been built. They're right. They're over here. Wow. Yeah. That must be completely, that must be chaos in in a household of three little kids. Yeah. Do you put out milk and cookies at night? What do you put out? Actually, I do that every night. It's not just Christmas. You put like Gobblegol and Bravalone out instead, or what do you put out? Bravalone. What do you put out? 
nothing. Are you a milk and cookies family, or you go a little? Everyone does that. Come on, Chris. Go a little different. He, really, you, you make fun of my questions. I want to talk about Lynn Bowden, and you're out here talking about milk and cookies on Christmas Eve. That's really messed up. That's if what you would have brought up. If you would have tried, the fact that you put Lynn Bowden on the rundown and actually wanted to have a discussion about him is just cringeworthy. It's cringeworthy. I don't think so. Okay. Let's get out no, of here, man. That's... You claim you're sick. Let's do it. Good luck to everybody. Uh, you know. Go ahead. Wait, watch, watch. One of these buttons lets me lower it. There you go. Go ahead. That's it. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Just stick it with us. We'll talk to you after Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Enjoy. And you spell it C H R I S dash M A S. Magazine.